Welcome to the Treble Health Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Ben Thompson, audiologist and founder of Treble Health. This podcast is supported by treblehealth.com, the nation's leading telehealth service for tinnitus and hearing loss treatment. Thank you for being here on our podcast and make sure to subscribe to get our newest episodes sent straight to you. Let's get ahead with today's episode. Today we are here with four Treble Health audiologists, Dr. Tracy, Dr. Michelle, Dr. Ramsey, and myself, Dr. Ben. Question one, name a profession of someone you've worked with who has had tinnitus. Anesthesiology. A CEO. Dentist. A lawyer. When was the last time you heard tinnitus? Uh, earlier this spring. A few weeks ago. You just said the word, so I just heard it. Um, <laughs> the last time I heard my tinnitus, it's been weeks. Weeks as well for me. I've heard my tinnitus weeks ago. What do you do when you can hear your tinnitus? Um, try to keep my thoughts rational and do sound therapy. I try to also kind of like use sound therapy and externalize the sound. So tell myself that it's the sound of the fan. Um, I'll, I'll use my ear level sound generator and same thing, you know, focus on my thoughts. I'll practice mindfulness and be aware of the sound with a curiosity about it. As for me, those usually come, those spikes usually come and go. Do you think inflammation can cause tinnitus? I think it can be a factor, but I don't think it can be a direct cause alone, standalone. Yes, I, I agree with Tracy. I think it can be a factor contributing to tinnitus, but I don't think it's the sole one. Agree, agree. <laughs> they, that, I have the same answer. I also agree. I don't think tinnitus as a symptom can be caused by inflammation alone. Name an anti-inflammatory food. Um, ginger. Tomatoes, my favorite. <laughs> uh, salmon comes to mind. Blueberries. All right. Turmeric. Yeah, that's a good one. I hope you're enjoying our questions with Treble Health audiologists so far. Make sure you are subscribed to our YouTube channel. We focus 100% on tinnitus. And if you have ringing in the ears and are wondering about treatments, therapies, new research, is a cure possible, and the different causes of tinnitus, then please be involved with our YouTube channel and subscribe because we want to help you reduce tinnitus, habituate, and get better. And we believe our YouTube channel can do it. Name a movie, show, or book that had a character with tinnitus or hearing loss. Um, a Star is Born. Oh. A Quiet Place. This is where I wish I had my buzzer because Tracy stole my answer. I was going to say A Star is Born. But there's also Coda. Sound of Metal with the rock musician, the drummer. Name a brand of over-the-counter hearing aids. Um, Lexi. Ergo? Uh, Sony. I think there may be one coming from Sennheiser, but we'll see. What is one form of meditation? Um, progressive muscle relaxation. Visualization. I'm going to say guided meditation with imagery. Mindfulness meditation. Name a technique you can use to fall asleep. Uh, deep breathing exercises. I do variation of like counting sheep. <laughs> you can use sound enrichment. Progressive muscle relaxation and taking deep belly breaths. Can flying in an airplane worsen tinnitus? I think the anticipatory anxiety around flying typically tends to be worse than the actual flight itself. But the de if it's going to have an effect, usually it's on the descent re related to sort of ear pressure. So potentially temporarily. I agree. I think in a transient manner, it can potentially make your tinnitus seem louder. 
Yeah, that's a that's a very comprehensive question. So Tracy answered it well. So did Michelle. Um, and so I agree. Yes, sometimes it's just the anxiety, or it's going to be related to you know eustachian tube, as Tracy's mentioning. And some patients have sound sensitivity, so sometimes just a little sensitive to the noise. But overall, flying is safe. Yeah, very rarely can flying worsen tinnitus, and mm-hmm. only through a structural change of the eardrum or an ear infection. And that's, that can be triggered by the air pressure changes. Mm -hmm. What is one common misperception of tinnitus? That it's, um, that it's only like one sound and it doesn't fluctuate. Um, that it's a lifelong condition. I was going to say the same that I'll have it forever. That it's going to get worse. How about that? I think a common misconception, even among doctors, is that there's nothing you can do for tinnitus, where what we see is that there are plenty of things you can do for tinnitus to make real progress and improvements. What is your favorite hearing aid, accessory, or product? Um, I think the like TV streaming accessories, it's good for the patient and good for their family and friends that are watching shows with them. (laughs) I agree. But I also like the caption telephones. And I think not enough people know that if you have a hearing loss, you can have your audiologist help you sign off on a form so that you can get a caption phone set up for you. Those are really good. I was thinking streaming as well. So the use of remote microphones, um, FM systems, things like that are really helpful for direct audio input? Uh, My answer will be Bluetooth connectivity and rechargeable batteries. This is a short break from today's video to announce the Tinnitus Guide by Treble Health. Do you want to learn about the newest tinnitus treatments and management tips? Click the link in the description of this video to get your free copy of the Tinnitus Guide by Treble Health. What is one way to relieve somatosensory, also called somatic tinnitus? Ooh, um, physical therapy, focusing on upper cervical spine. If it's related to bruxism or teeth grinding at night, then a mouth guard could potentially help. Really need that buzzer. Um, (laughs) Agree, agree. Um, Use of a cranial sacral therapist. I've heard that uh, warm compress, warm compress on the jaw or warm compress on parts of the head or neck can relieve certain kinds of tinnitus symptoms as well. Do you prefer built-in masking noise from hearing devices or sound therapy apps? I'm going to say um, built-in sound therapy programs in ear-level devices because you also get access to all the sound therapy apps via Bluetooth streaming. It's a (laughs) win-win. I agree, but I do think it's a little bit easier when it's just built in with with the hearing devices. That way you don't have to think anything more about which sound you're going to listen to or how, what volume it's set at. And it's just automatically set up for you. Yeah. I like the, the inboard sounds as well. Those worked well for me, but going off of Ben's answer to his favorite accessory being Bluetooth, it is nice to be able to stream sounds that are calming and soothing. So win-win like Tracy said. Yeah. It seems like a lot of patients start with the sound therapy apps because they have bothersome tinnitus. They learn about sound therapy, they find they find some free apps in the phone. And then eventually when they try devices on the ears that have sound therapy in them, all they have to do is put them on the ears and the sound therapy protocol is followed and they just have to live. Whereas with the Bluetooth and the apps and playing it so other people can hear it, it can be a distraction. It can be uh, a bit annoying. So for all those reasons, plus the science, the ear level devices are better. That said, what is your favorite sound therapy app? 
Right now, it's the white noise app and the white noise marketplace app that allows you to add in a bunch of other sound sound therapy options. I like the Resounds and it is Relief app. I think that they have a lot of good sounds on that one. Finally, nobody stole my answer. I am really loving the Odo app lately. My answer will be My Noise. I've had some good feedback of that for the smartphone app as well as the, the desktop web browser. What is one way that you unwind and reduce stress? Spa days. <laughs> I like to go for walks. Yeah, I was going to say exercise, being out in nature. Same as Ramsey, exercise and nature time. Name a syndrome or disorder that is associated with hearing loss. Uh, ushers. Wardenburg. Ramsey Hunt syndrome. That's <laughs> 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 the first one that came to mind. Weird. <laughs> uh, Meniere's disease, of course. What is the most common type of hearing loss individuals with tinnitus have? I'm actually going to say um, the the actual term is cochlear synaptopathy, but it's more commonly known as hidden hearing loss. That's why you'll see a lot of patients who have normal hearing on an audiogram, and their doctors will say, "Oh, you're you know your hearing's fine. Just learn to live with your tinnitus." But actually, if you do further testing, that's more comprehensive. It'll show that there actually is some hearing loss that's contributing to the to the generation of that tinnitus signal. I was going to say the same as Tracy. I was going to say like ultra high frequency hearing loss. So hearing loss above 8,000 Hertz, which is not typically completed on a standard hearing test, but we also see a lot of high frequency sensory neural hearing losses. Um, let's see, conductive hearing losses or mixed hearing losses. Anytime the middle ear is involved can be um, a possible cause. Yeah. Also what I, what I see most with patients is a slight or mild high pitch hearing loss where they don't notice any hearing loss in their day-to-day conversations. They can hear people just fine, but they went to the doctor for tinnitus and the hearing test showed a mild hearing loss. And then they learn about this connection between a mild hearing loss and tinnitus and the phantom sound from the brain. And it's really important because what we find is that treating tinnitus often means also treating your hearing loss because it can help them actually reduce the tinnitus. Who is the first professional most people go to see when they first notice tinnitus? Their primary care doctor. Or an ENT, depending on if they can see a specialist right off the bat. Audiologist. Dr. Google, of course. Where do you go first? You go on your phone and figure out what's going on with your body. You're right. You're right. That's a good one. Last question. Do you think CBD can help tinnitus? This is not CBT, cognitive behavioral therapy. This is CBD, which is one of the compounds in cannabis. I think if it, I think it can help indirectly if it, if it potentially helps a person with relaxation or stress reduction, we know that that's a big factor for tinnitus. So from that sort of indirect route, yes. I agree. I think it's perhaps it can help with Mm -hmm. tinnitus if it is addressing any kind of levels of stress, anxiety, um, and that in turn may help impact the overall perception of tinnitus. Again, agree, agree. Same response. If it's helpful for anxiety, stress, calming, then it certainly may impact the tinnitus in a positive way. Yeah, I've, I've seen it go either way with patients. For some, it helped. For some, it did nothing. And for some, they feel like it made their tinnitus a little worse. So just be, be careful. And if you're going to try something like that, probably best to bring it up with your doctor who's managing your medications as well. All right, everyone, that is our 20 questions with Treble Health Audiologists. We'll see you all on the next episode. Bye-bye. Bye. We're so glad that you're a part of our community. In case you didn't know, 
you can sign up to work with any of the audiologists that are featured in this podcast on the Treble Health YouTube channel by heading over to treblehealth.com. So whether you've been to our website or not, we encourage you to go and take our free candidacy quiz where you can learn if you are a candidate for our service and you can sign up for a free consultation to have a one-on-one conversation and ask questions to our group of tinnitus experts. We provide medical devices for tinnitus as well as one-on-one coaching and counseling support. Thank you for being here on our YouTube channel. If you have a specific question that you want to be included for the next episode, make sure to comment below as we do read the comments. Hope you're subscribed to our YouTube channel and we'll see you soon on the next video. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching today's video with Treble Health. Check out our next video by clicking the button on this screen or another recommended video. And if you're not already, make sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Thanks so much. See you on the next video. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. This is your host, Dr. Ben Thompson. If you have two minutes, it would mean the world to us for you to leave a five-star review on the Apple podcast platform for the Treble Health podcast. Thank you for your time. And if you need any services for tinnitus or hearing aids, please head over to treblehealth.com and our team of expert audiologists will be able to help you via telehealth. Have a great one and see you soon.